Hi guys, it's Jibs and Ibuka from the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I want to tell you about a new Spotify feature. Yo, if you like the show, you can tap the bell on our page and then you automatically get notified about new episodes. All new episodes from the shows you follow can be found in the What's New feed on home. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can also rate and review the podcast. So go ahead and do that now. 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 Before the episode starts. Thank you very much, guys. And we are back. The dinner for popcorn. My bad. The popcorn for dinner for <laughs> popcorn <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the pressure. The pressure is getting to me. The pressure is getting oh, to me. Should I take over as host? No. Fucking, uh, still my shine. No. What are you doing? <laughs> And we are back again on the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. <laughs> and we are joined this week by my dear friend and the new general manager of the Tampa Bay Cockaneers. It's oh Vic. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me back. Hi, Vic. How's it going? It's going all right, you know, just, you know, vibing and surviving, usual stuff. We're literally like beefing right now, you know, because you haven't invited me back to London and stuff. Wow, I mean, me, like languishing Bristol for I don't know. Not language. I don't know what I said to you. I don't know what. I don't but know. You man. know, you're always welcome here, though. So I don't know what this beef is that you talking <laughs> about. How's life going? Life is alright. It's just there. It's cold. <laughs> it's dark. So how's the how's the swiping? Wow. <laughs> 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 Is this the form? <laughs> I mean, I'm a retired swiper. Right. Um, swipe the streets me, are too cold for me. Don't let me expose um, you on this on, podcast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, no, but all my profiles are... Not all my... I'm going to be talking as if I have many profiles. <laughs> my all, one profile. All of them. <laughs> my one profile is... Oh, right. I'm just focusing on me, you know. Getting ready for that new year, new me. <laughs> well, I am, unlike you, I am not focusing on me because the swiping has been intense. <laughs> intense is a strong word. Listen, all those hoodies in my wardrobe aren't going to wear themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my days. Wow. It must be nice. You recently rebranded to Vic. What's... I mean, you know... It just rolls off the tongue. When you're saying mm. hot girl Vic, hot girl Vicky oh, is like, goodness. it's not giving what it's supposed to, you know, have gave. But <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> so you don't believe in my hot girl ministry? Wow. No, no, no I'm actually, I actually need to like talk to you about that because I'm trying to rebrand as well. Okay. What are you trying to rebrand? I'm trying to go back from, rebrand as... I'm trying to go back from George to Obiara. I'm trying to do that stuff. Obiara yeah, and I Jibs don't call sort you of thing. Any of those. But no one calls me Obiara. Everyone calls me Jibs. So yeah, it's like, oh, what's it? Why's your name Jibs? Like, oh, it's a long story. I forgot. I was about to ask you that. <laughs> I actually forgotten. I feel like I asked you it's every other story, year. It's a long story. That's it's a different. That's a different point. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, it is great to have you back on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for inviting um, me. You know, Bankley doesn't like me, so he hasn't invited me back since. I have to kick him off this podcast, man. <laughs> that guy's irritating. I feel like we should take over. Like, this should just be our podcast now. This is this is the start of the meeting, man. Right? The revolution is literally being televised right now. <laughs> the revolution is being televised. Anyway, this week we'll be talking about the best show on TV. Which is what? Succession, obviously. Episode six. Ivanka <laughs> 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 is going to be so pissed off when he's hearing these recordings. He's going to be like, I what? It's episode seven. It's episode six. I just went to go and check. It's episode uh, six. Think, what it takes. I but you called this chat episode seven. Do you know funny things? Like, I think I was watching the trailer for episode seven, which is why oh. I put the thing <laughs> on the architect of my own downfall. Anyway, <laughs> episode six. Which is titled What It Takes, directed by Andrew Parek. And what an episode, man. I think this is so far, <laughs> this is like the best episode so far of the season. Like, I was like, because I mean, the first, you find about like Succession is like, each episode is like the best episode ever. Mm-hmm. I always see tweets like that every time. It's like, oh, this is the best episode of Succession ever. I just wanted to like, do you like this episode? I did, you know. Why do you like this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great podcast guest. <laughs> um, so why did I actually like this episode? Let me have a little think. Put me on the spot here. Obviously, first of all, just the little one-liners here and there. Cousin mm-hmm. Greg and also Tom. Oh, Greg Tom. Is we'll actually get to Tom my later. Fa- <laughs> oh, I think gosh. Greg is my favorite character on Succession, you know. Well, my next question was, because Bunkley likes asking, Who's your favorite character on Succession mm. and stuff? My question to you is, if one of them flew out to London, we're going to send like Uber, Prime Uber to you, and it's like, oh, come and meet me in Central Mayfair. We're going for a night out. Who would you want to send you that Uber and for you to spend that night out with? To have a night? I think it depends on the type of night I'm trying to have. If I want like a fun time, but nothing too crazy, I'd mm-hmm. say Greg, because I think he's just such an like awkward. He's got limits, hasn't he? Confusing. And he's got... Yeah. He's I think he's like awkwardly confused but also endearing. Mm-hmm. So I think we'd have fun. If I wanted to get fucked up, definitely Roman. Like Jeez. if I wanted to not know who I was <laughs> <laughs> for the next week. <laughs> definitely Roman. I just think I would do everything questionable in this life. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Why yeah. So why wouldn't you pick why wouldn't you pick Kendall then? Kendall, <laughs> I think Roman is more fun vibes. I feel like Kendall, we might... You're going to end up somewhere else. You're going to be... Yeah, yeah. I might end up in a ditch somewhere because he's <laughs> accidentally running over or something. I just... Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think because my best character is Roman because I think we... Yeah. I sort of... I don't want to say I talk like Roman, but like... You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I can actually see that whole, like, like just... you guys are kind of not similar because... You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see what you mean. I think you guys can get on as yeah, well. Yeah, I think if I if I were to have a one hour conversation and keep a one hour conversation with anybody in that family, it'll probably be Roman. And I think hundred percent. Really you guys would bounce off each other. I, so things well. I will talk about nothing for Absolutely an hour. Nothing. But that would be the best conversation ever. <laughs> um, some guy with an undercut just called me soy boy. Oh, don't worry, Greg. It's a nice safe space where you don't have to pretend to like Hamilton. I like Hamilton. Sure you do. We all do. So, what 
what, what is this actually here? This is just a nice political conference of like-minded donors and intellectuals. AKA, picking the next president. Selecto el presidento. That's not, that's not really how it works. Yeah, no, sure, but yeah. Uh, but is that like constitutional? Oh, I don't know, Greg, you wanna call a referee? Is there an ombudsman in the house? Yeah, so I do have like a couple of points I want to run through this part. You know, okay. As, lo- as much as I want to be like, you know, rigid, like somebody Ooh. else I know. <laughs> and I- we still Ooh. have to like mm-hmm. knock, a, knock a couple of points off. So let's start off with yeah. sort of like the main, the main backdrop of the episode, which is the Future Freedom Summit, the FFS, which I call the Fafoxy Convention. <laughs> and it's qu- it's an interesting sort of scene or a number of scenes that like the whole concept of like you know politics and everyone's mm. playing games and power as well is yeah, all coming into play. And I mean when they get there, well what they say is like it's an orgy of donors and influential people basically choosing the next president. Yeah. And it's just you know rich, white, powerful people making fun mm-hmm. of each other. What do you think about what do you think about that? I mean I wasn't surprised by it or like, I mean, I feel like these things do happen to a degree. Probably. I was never aware of things like that. I, cause I, so, you know, I, I, I choose to actually believe in the whole concept of democracy. Boy, it's all a scam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. And it's just like, know. the whole thing is a farce, isn't it? Because it's just all decided over, you know, kind of Coke that, kind of Coke, <laughs> kind of Coke. Coke basically decides the next it's president. <laughs> Because they did mention it, like, um, what Joe Kennedy did it for his sons. Yeah. And I sort of, like, went into a deep dive about, like, Joe Kennedy, who's, like... Did you? Like, the history and everything. Yeah, like, um, JFK's dad, Joe Kennedy, basically lobbied hard for his sons, Jeff, um, oh, wow. which is JFK. And, well, Robert Kennedy was also on that path as well. And they used to use this journalist called Arthur Croc of the New York Times. You did your research, research. And he used oh, to my pump, pump, pump out information. And just it's just playing a different game, man. Yeah. And this scene and this um this convention or summit, whatever the fuck it is, is just trying to garner up um um donors and favors from all the rich people there. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the actual Succession podcast, the official one by HBO, and yeah. the guy on there was this guy called Anthony Scaramucci, who was in the White House, so he has some history of politics as well. Yeah. And he said like it's basically like. <laughs> he's basically like this are his words not mine like sperm <laughs> the candidates are sperm and the donors are eggs and it's each sperm trying to impregnate the eggs yeah and it's like and the host is like that's disgusting and he was like yeah but that's literally what it is that's it's what a disgusting happens. it's a disgusting event and, <laughs> disgusting event oh, and no. i think what this show sort of does is just show us like because i've never seen this i mean i know like lobbying and stuff but like yeah over like this like, like to this level stuff, exactly yeah. to this level and to just all these different conversations are happening and it's never like serious conversation at the end of the day you're like there's two human beings they're still talking about this guy licks his lip um, licks his lips licking, funny yeah licking and his lips. he like, does it quite a bit <laughs> i think it's one of those things that, like if you notice it it's just like <laughs> why like there was something they said i've forgotten the line but they referred mm-hmm. to I should have written the line down, but they said he probably has like the wettest lips or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, lollies. It's just different games being played. Let's get to the to the to the three candidates that we're talking about. So we've actually mentioned the um, Dave Boyer, who's actually played by mm. 
read Bernie. That's the VP guy, right? The lip licker, basically. And the lip licking thing sort of reminded me of 2013, 14, like something that's just irrelevant as lip licking, right? And how something that's irrelevant, you could just be publicly ridiculed for life. It sort of reminded me of, you remember Ed Miliband? Oh. And the bacon sandwich thing. Yeah. And they, all, they had that picture and it's just like, he licks his lips so he can't be president. And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, there's Dave Boyer, who's the, um, the vice president. There's Rick Salgado, who is played by Yul Vasquez, who's a bit more centrist. And who he says is a traditional conservative and he's trying to appeal to the center. It's supposed to be like this American, I think it's like an American version for like Tony Blair, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. Is that who Shiv wants? Yeah. The one that yeah, went up to her and yeah. he was like, I'll make you CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's put your dad in jail. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah. And he sort of like appeals to Shiv and like, he's literally said it straight up that he'll straight send up, the dad yeah. to jail and he'll make her CEO. And I actually do think her policies we're going to get to policies in a bit how her policies are sort of aligned with his anyway mm. so it's not like a match made in heaven match made in heaven and there's the last candidate jared menken who's played by justin kirk who is freaking incredible in this role and he's basically like an alt-right fascist he's like yeah in full wars he's actually <laughs> insane and it's like when there's the conversation with roman is like so you're a fascist rights and it's like it's just batshit insane i think it's supposed to be a kind of succession version of trump mm, but i guess a more refined more refined yeah a bit more like he sort of has but, um a youthful a more youthful look yeah, than trump. Youthful, but i think definitely. he's a bit more um explicit in what he says because mm. i think he said something <laughs> Well, Trump says some wild things as well, to be fair. Yeah, so. I mean, he was talking about grabbing people by places. So. Yeah, yeah, and so like <laughs> all, uh, whole sort of nationality are and um, rapists and stuff like that. So I guess it's yeah. sort of like a sort of like all tried fascist, basically. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, which one would you have voted for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm screaming. I mean, obviously not the, whatever the name of the no. last guy is. I thought your policies, you know. <laughs> my policies what? <laughs> oh, what do you think my policy is? <laughs> well, we're trying to hear them now. <laughs> um, so I definitely wouldn't have voted for a Rome's guy just because, I mean, yeah, it's a bit problematic, quite problematic. <laughs> I don't even know, like, between the VP and Shiv's guy, like, I don't even know what are their actual policies. I don't know what they're about. Well, I think the, the VP guy is a bit more just um, bland. Just he's sort of mm-hmm. like a, just like like a, George, a... George Bush, Jeb Bush kind of guy. Just like, ah, Republican, same old Republican stuff. Uh, While the... Um, Shiv's guy, he's a bit more liberal, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's a bit more centrist. So mm. um, sort of gun in my head, I'll probably have gone to my head... I don't even you feel like you're it. gonna say Roman's guy. No, no, no. Well, there's another player though. Wow. There's another player. There's another Connor. candidate, Connor Roy. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a job in his oh life? Oh my gosh. So let's He's talk such about, a funny guy. Let's talk about the scene when they've got to decide who should be, yeah. You know, who should actually be the nominee who they want. And he's like, Well, I will go for me. Yeah, he's like, Well, I think Connor Roy. Everyone's just like 
It's the silence for me. Everyone's just looking at him like... Oh, silence as well. The funny thing is, like, <laughs> like three minutes into that scene, did you think they'd actually give it to him? No, I never in really? my life thought they I would thought give it like to him. I thought for, like, a half, half second. Because they were all, like, you know, Con, you know, he's got the goods. And I'm no, just I like, I think they were just what? pulling his leg. I thought what? they were pulling his leg from the jump. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's just get him a bit excited and then take it well, away. It got me excited as well because I was Did just it? like, are they actually going to? Is Connor actually going? To? No. I mean, I, I don't know, man. If Connor had run for president and all his con heads and stuff, I don't know how that. Con heads? <laughs> are you a con head? But are you is that of, his, um, yeah, his fan base, isn't it? His fan base. Wow, con head. What do they call Greg's people? Gregors or what do they call them? I forgot what they call them. Gregskies. <laughs> but. Yeah, he's uh, they called him a soy boy this time. Not a soy boy. <laughs> he's seeing Greenpeace, isn't Greenpeace. he? Greenpeace. He's so ridiculous. What was the reason he gave again? Because they oh they printed was it malicious material against them or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he wants to sue them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's been oh, well, at the end of the Greg. episode, he's literally being propped up by like all these like yeah, like white, lads, like proper lads, lads. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's more of freaking white it's fascist fraternity. people. Yeah, it's well, I think it was more of, like, vibes. proper, like, hard-right people. Yeah. And they're like, fuck Greenpeace, fuck But, like, why are like, they so... Anyway, I'll never understand. Because Greenpeace is, like, a liberal organization, and they're all, like, alt-right people, and it's yeah. just mental. Anyway, um, so that scene, when they're deciding the President. nominee going forward, it's... Because I think I always say this, like, every... I think it's every two weeks now, that the best thing about succession is when <laughs> everyone... It's just sort of seeing the power dynamics change in a room. Yeah. And people tussling for power in a room by talking. And this is where like the excellent script writing comes in. Mm-hmm. And it's just great. And in this scene, it's basically Connor versus <laughs> Roman <laughs> versus Shiv. And it's... <sighs> Let's talk about Shiv. <laughs> it's the way you leaned into the mic. <laughs> Let's talk about Shiv. Let's talk about Shiv. Is the way your eyes lit up as well. (laughs) What do you think about Shiv? I feel like, I don't know, this season, she seems a bit... It's like her confidence has been knocked. She's less sure of herself, I think. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, she's just been doing some things. And I'm like, babe, this is not on brand for you. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you're not moving in the spirit of a bad bee. Like, you need to, I don't know, maybe fall back and reassess. Maybe because, like, her man is also soon going to go to jail. And he's telling her crazy things. Anyway. We'll get into what he told her. We'll get to that. But um, yeah, I just feel like, I think also people, I don't know if people are like undermining her more, mm-hmm. but I think before, if they undermine her, she wouldn't like let it shake her. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, this episode when Rome was like doing his little nagging thing and she was like properly like mm-hmm, irritated. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. babe, you know, your brother is like this now. You have to just kind of, yeah, don't let it shake you. Just speak your truth. But they've been fucking with her for real, man. Like, They've just been, you know, she saved the company basically. And Roman in the car was like, told this babe to go and get her a fucking medal. If I slap you, are you? (laughs) (laughs) That was. (laughs) Are you actually mad? You were having your freaking. um, Is it what do you have a UTI um, delusion, a delirium state? And I saved your company. I was the one who made the tough calls and decisions when everyone was like, oh, I don't know if we should do it. And you're going to come. Nah, they don't respect her. She needs to dip, honestly. I actually thought she was going to side with, um, what's his name, Kendall. When he offered her, like, was it whatever it is he offered her? 
I thought she was going to flip. I think she was ready to flip, but then Rome didn't come along, so she mm-hmm. backed off. Mm-hmm. She needs to grow some balls this season, actually, <laughs> because I feel like they've knocked her confidence. We have to actually talk about this, because even in yeah. the last scene, when like um, Logan was like, come take this photo, do you know I was too sure this babe was going to go and take that photo? Because it goes against her principles. Yeah. And I was like, you better yeah. stand your ground. And she yeah. went and took the photo. I was like, babe. That's, that's, well, sad, she's, man. I think she's way, she thinks she's way smarter than she actually is. <laughs> what do you mean? No, because she walks into the room and she's like, I think she walks in with the whole persona of like, I'm the politics experts. Mm. I know a lot more than you guys. But she does do, doesn't my, she? Well, I don't think she, but doesn't she know things she she knows things yes but i just think compared to like if there was the if you could measure sort of like intellect yeah because she's very intelligent yes but i think the street smarts she doesn't really in that sort of um, environment i don't think she has smarts yeah she doesn't have that yet and she doesn't really no i don't think so like she what was it the uh, last episode or two episodes ago where carl and frank just she told them something. I can't remember what she told them, but they're like, yeah. And they literally did the opposite of what she told them. But I think they, I think that's because they just don't respect her. Because like, why, don't they, example, why don't they respect her though? I don't know. I actually genuinely don't know. They just don't rate her. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a fair reflection of her. I think she's I mean, they actually re- like. I think they respect Roman a lot more than I don't know Shiv. if they respect Roman. Roman just kind of bulldozes his way through and they just kind of roll with it. I think Roman is completely knows what he is and doesn't sort of try to present himself as holier than thou. I think also because Shiv is, I think she's also looking for validation from her dad. I mean, they're all looking for validation from their dad. Yeah, dads. but I think she's looking for it a bit more than Roman. I think Roman is in a state of like... Like, even when she says like, let's, we should pivot to the Democrats. And I was just like, what? What are you saying? Like, it's kind of like when Labour said, let's have a second referendum. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> Come on, how can you say that? Like, how can ATN promote Democrats? Like, come on. I mean, maybe she's just trying to move the company in a new era. Mencken is an integralist, nativist fuckhead. He's toxic. He's Medicare for all, abortions for none. And his idea of diplomacy is shooting roe deer with Viktor Orban and then starting a trade war with China. Look, I'm tough. I know that there's the carnival bark and then there's the fucking show, but he is outside the American political tradition. And I think we have a responsibility as Waystar to the American Republic and and to the future of fuck you, Roman. No, he has talked about. Did bring forth from her bedroom a cup of milky sputum. You done? Yeah, done. He's talked about burning Qurans okay. and licensing yeah, press credentials. I mean, he's shifting the Overton window. It's I'm surprised you know what that fucking Qurans. is. I do. He's opening it and throwing it's, union organizers oh God, out of it. Stop chicken littling us. It just makes us want to have a nap. Stop in your dirty little pixie and whispering swastikas in dad's ear. Boom! There you go again. So fucking route I'm one. I'm not saying it's going to be the full third rank, but I am genuinely concerned that we could slide into a, into a, a Russian Berlusconi Brazilian fuck pile. Yeah, I don't know, man, because it seems like there's a crack. There seems to be like cracks forming with her dad again yeah i think for shiv and her dad i think their relationship is kind of is it unspiraling despiraling whatever that word is Mm -hmm. i think it's just basically just going to shit when um he didn't make her ceo i think it really hurt her like it really really hurt her so she's just been was it precedence or something man did he really yeah that's that was my reaction when that happened and she was like (laughs) She was quite happy about it because he said that 
basically Jera will get all the the flack, all the yeah. shit. Then she can take over. I always thought that was BS. Such a shitty dad, man. Number one dad, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you sort of brought it up with the the photo at the end mm-hmm. with Mankin and. Like, if she didn't want to be on the photo, she could have just walked away. Walked away. I was so... Which is when why I, I think she's full of you, shit. I told, when I told you, I was <laughs> too sure this babe was going to walk away. I was like, babe, like... And she was not really like, oh, I'm going to be... I'll be in it, but only if I'm not <sighs> right beside him. Yeah. Sis, you're in the photo regardless. You're like, in the photo regardless, so, like, you can't... Yeah. She can't eat a kick and have it, man. It's unfortunate, to be honest. Hi guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. I'm not, but Banky hasn't gone to my head, so I have to do this. But if you want to raise awareness so someone can rescue me, you can engage with the podcast on social media. You follow the Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget to tap the bell icon on Spotify. Rate and review on Apple Music. And tell your friends, talk about popcorn for dinner. And if you want to come on the show, please message any four of us. We'll try and find a spot for you. Yeah, sort of going back to the to that scene when it, they've all sort of congregated in there. Mm-hmm. I like the, when, <laughs> when we're talking about the, the vice president, um, Boyle, who the lip, lip liquor <laughs> and, um, Logan calls him and tell, well, he meets him first, doesn't he? In the hallway. Yeah. And he was he waiting been, for him. Wasn't he? For, him for like 15 minutes, which is like, I think from then on, Logan was just like, I don't respect yeah, this, I don't guy. this guy. guy. Weak yeah. And he's inept. Yeah. And he was just sort of like toying with him. It's like, can you bring me a cook? Bring as well? me cook. <laughs> And it just shows like how much power like Roman um Logan has. Did he bring a coke in the end? I don't think so. No, I don't think no. he did. Because <laughs> they're like, is there anything else you'd want? And Logan was like, can you fire the deputy attorney general? Yeah. And I was like, as a joke, that's a joke. And he's like, <laughs> that's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we both know that's not a joke. And like, that's insane, man. Just the amount of because you think of like the whole democracy voting you know, for the people, by the people kind of thing. And it's all bullshit because these people are playing a different game. Mm-hmm. And these guys' decisions, well, corporations are basically making decisions for the public. Yeah. And it's it's it, uh, it's just crazy <laughs> when you think about it. <laughs> Do you know a random thought I've had? Go on. It's like, you know, like, um, was it the last election? I probably stayed up watching it and obviously... Which one, the British or the American? I don't really watch British stuff. I don't know what's going oh, on in this country. Need to deport your ass. <laughs> not deport me. I need to get Pretty Patel on the line. <laughs> no, not in the American one. And I was just thinking to myself, like, what if they literally just generate, like, someone's, let's say, like, I don't know, Biden was meant to win somewhere. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then someone just goes, you know what? Yeah, I feel like this state should actually be red. <laughs> so <laughs> they just put a random number. Exactly. And I've always thought about that because how will we know? We, like, <laughs> unless like there's like some deep dive investigation, yeah, leaks, WikiLeaks sort of thing. <laughs> we <wouldn't> know it's <laughs> hopefully it's legit because they have volunteers, and I feel like people would know. Talking about the whole concept of like how much power Logan has in the sense that he's going to like the whole policies, even personality. Because I always thought like politics was um, policies plus. Personality. personality yeah for sure but just all that doesn't fucking matter like <laughs> the, like one guy is it's just like two like three different ideologies right for the free well 
three and a half nominees if you want to count <laughs> Connor in there as well. And it's like Ludo will literally align himself with anyone as long as they sort will of bend to his will. Will bend to his will and yeah. would increase his viewership ratings. It's sort of like a symbiotic relationship between the president and Logan in the sense and they would also sort of tell the DOJ Department of Justice to back off from the whole cruises yeah scandal investigation sort of thing. So it's insane, man. But I think um sort of leading on to the next guy, which is uh well they sort of skipped over Salgado and sort of went on to Menkin. So mm-hmm. let's talk about Menkin and Roman. So just wanted to chit chat a little bit. That was funny earlier, you know. You tripping the light fantastic on Grandpappy's nutsack. And when I called your dad bullshit, I mean, did that bump? Oh yeah, yeah, never heard that before. Like, that was like hardcore and junk. Because the thing is, this monkey don't dance. This monkey right here? Yeah. This dancing monkey in dad's bathroom doesn't dance? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That was just brilliant. That was a brilliant (laughs) conversation, man. Because he was like, that sort of like gets the cool confirmation on how the whole concept of like policies and politics is BS. Yeah. It's all about sort of selling something to a yep. whole group of people. And what did he say? I think he said something like, I did want to talk to you about something and fuck it. I'll just come out and say it. Fascists are kind of cool, but not really. So is that like a problem, a thing? <sighs> Seriously, me, I just, I don't have a lot of boundaries. St. Augustine, Thomas Aquinas, Schumacher, I'll borrow from anyone. And you know, if Franco or H or Travis Bickle had a good pitch, fuck it, I'm a man for all seasons. Mm-hmm. H. You know, there was a very naughty boy named H. A, mm. You know who he's referring to as H? The naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> naughty boy H. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and when he sort of comes into the room, opens the Coke and drops it, just like, yeah. Yeah. It's like mic drop. Mic drop. I've so, arrived. Yeah, and I think they're sort of like um discussed like you know, sort of appealing to a whole new younger demographic. Mm-hmm. And you know, the whole TikTok show. Yeah. With um <laughs> with actual you would know, say blacks and Latinas. That's was it was it Rome that said that? Yeah, yeah, Rome, yeah. Anyway, that's a story <laughs> but for like, another that's day. That's sort of what they do they do sort of like yeah. you know, a new show with um diversity sprinkled in. Trying to show like that they're actual, Julie yeah, or something. Are putting to young because I think the whole thing is because he he wants to Logan is trying to fight um um fight big tech, isn't he? Mm-hmm. There's a whole part dynamic between old money, which is sort of Logan, and new money, which is like all these like tech entrepreneurs and stuff. And I think he's sort of seeing that he needs somebody in there to crack down on big tech to break them up and stuff. Yeah, which is why he's doing all of this. So it's all for personal gain anyway. Like when Shiv is actually trying to appeal to them. Their conscience. <laughs> their conscience. What think about the country? They're like, are you? What's going on here? Do you not know who we are? Do, do you not know what we're doing? Are you new here? <laughs> are you new? And it's just, uh, it's just so cynical, man. Let's talk about Kendall. Kendall, do you think you're smarter than me? What do I? What? No, no. Because maybe you are, but I am a better lawyer. You acted high-handed and defensive and then oscillated to wildly over-familiar and glib. You sometimes undermined my status and didn't appear to be frank about your own involvement. But let's take stock, okay? This guy fired um, 
our babe because this guy is she really, was being real with him. Really, really irritating me. He's really ticking me off. Really ticking me off. I don't even know. Like, and you know, also, like, you know, when he met with um Tom at the diner, mm-hmm. and then he now took pictures as they, I was like, wait, wait, what wait, are you? We'll get to that. We'll get okay, to that because he's joking. just because it sort of starts with the whole I was preparing for the for the DOJ yeah interrogation kind of thing yeah and it's just so smug and and it's like why are you being so like what is you know what's going on really what do you think like why do you think he's like i don't know man i think he has to be like he has to be this way to kind of not completely spiral out of control he has to keep up this sense of like everything is fine i'm in control it's going to be okay. Like I'm in the right. It's gonna go my way. Because mm-hmm, if he mm-hmm. actually sits down, mm-hmm. I think that um his talk with Tom actually probably made him maybe a little bit triggered. If he actually sits down and thinks about, okay, what have I done? What does this mean? And you know, repercussions. What's actually going to happen? He'll be like, damn, I might have fucked up just a little bit. <laughs> That's a good point you bring up because. In this episode, or the theme of Kenan in this episode was people trying, like people are trying to help this guy and tell him what he needs to hear, even mm-hmm. if it's not what he wants to hear. And he literally just sort of lashes out yeah, and acts in this sort of impulsive, stupid way. <laughs> Very sort stupid of way. Like Lisa is basically trying to, you know, tell him that what he has right now, the papers that he has, isn't like. It's a spicy stuff. enough. Yeah, we probably won't, we'll probably won't move the needle because we start actually cooperating. And I mean, maybe there's some other things you can do. Let's try and work this out together and stuff. Or she literally says, well, "Do you think you're smarter than me?" And just sort of, sort of lays into him a little bit. Mm. He's like, fires her next <laughs> <the> scene, <laughs> and then he now goes back to his team and is like, "Oh, what are the people saying?" He cares so much about public perception. Yeah, rather he really than getting does. Shit done. It's ugh, this guy is just a ticking time bomb, man. I don't even know why he cares about public perception so much because I don't think that like so many people are like super on his side like that. No. So it's a bit weird that one. And um, there's the conversation with Tom at the end. Like, <laughs> I mean, we'll get to Tom, but like, there's the bit where Tom <laughs> orders shitloads of food, and Kendall is like. Um, they ask kind of what do you want it's like oh, I'm just good I'll just watch. watch I'll just watch it eat <laughs> fucking brilliant <laughs> brilliant screenwriting I admire you man I do I fucking you know you, you, you're look at you're a long way from home you're far from the tree you've played your hand well and you're sitting at the top table wow shucks thank you I fell in love with your sister that's what happened sure Oh yeah, right, right, right. Sure, sure, man. And you're just, uh, what? Just, I suppose you're just a long glass of water. No agenda, I guess. Well, here's how it goes. I have new lawyers who are fucking amazing. I do not underestimate the cognitive dissonance you're experiencing. Lying, hiding, but pretty soon, granted immunity. And you're not going to prison. How does that sound? What do you think of that scene? The uh, diner. Yeah, the diner scene with Tom. The last scene of the... I don't even know what, like, what was Kendall offering him? Like, if we're being real. Well, I think because his case is dying, 
well because the pick not dying but it's not as strong as it hoped it'd be so he's trying to get like a what do you call it whistleblower a big dog but i don't even know if i mean so tom volunteered himself to take the fall basically and tom is also married to shiv so i didn't think it would have a success rate to be honest (laughs) it'll be quite interesting the next um, couple of episodes on who because tom seems to run out of options and i feel like tom has accepted his fate shiv is no but at the end of the day kendall said that we both know you know that i know that you know (laughs) that you don't want to go to jail And he doesn't yeah. want to go to jail. This guy is he freaking out. To to, he's he really is. this guy is having um pretending to eat prison food. <laughs> and so, Tom is really going through. I actually feel for him. So according to Steven, my prison consultant, this is you know, this is kind of what the food is like inside. I'm in training. How's your omelet? That's not Yeah, I'm making some inroads. Looks I'm like, actually glad you called, Tom. It's like Afghanistan. You have to start in the center there. You establish a base of operations, then you have to kind of move out okay. to secure more territory. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i worried about prison. I, 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 I just feel, because of my physical length, I could be a target for all kinds of misadventure. And it won't taste as good as this either, okay? You have to take off 30 to 50% of the taste of that endless salty gym mat that you're eating. Camel's labia. Yeah, like they wipe their ass on your pillowcase. I know. That's something they like to do. I've read the prison blogs, Greg. I know. Yeah, let's just bring the Tom conversation in. There was like the whole getting the toilet, toilet to your best friend. Yeah, I was just like, (laughs) you know, brought Greg in as well. I'm just like, oh, oh, the broskies. The broskies aren't doing well. It's just, well, it's Tom and Greg, Tom and Shiv, and Tom and Kendall. So, Tom and Shiv is just fucking hard to watch, man. I was actually so sad. This man was up. First of all, he's trying to, like, allay his fears to her. The babe doesn't want to listen. It's like, yo, your man is freaking out that he's going to take the fall for your Mm -hmm, dad. mm -hmm. Which, like, he, I mean, really shouldn't have to do. And Mm -hmm. he's just trying to, like... I feel like, you know what they say all this yans about, you know, problem half shared is half solved. Yeah. But he's literally just trying to, like, just vent to calm himself down, but she wouldn't even listen to him. He now ends up calling his homeboy Greg. Mm-hmm. This was like middle of the night, right? Honestly, I felt so. I actually felt like I felt so, so sad when I saw that. Before thing. we go to the Greg stuff, they do because mm. they've got like a, a vineyard, vineyard now. <laughs> Wait, the fuck I, this guy was describing the wine as agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say because you're a you're you're a wine connoisseur, aren't you? Oh my gosh, so, I was actually screaming. I was like, did you just say agriculture? <laughs> so, what does that mean? Before he actually, um, this thing, tasted the wine, he commented on the, it's a screw top. Yeah, and he was so disappointed. It's just like, you just hear the disappointment. It was, it was just so, oh gosh. It's, oh. Them scenes between them is just so, so hard to watch sometimes. It's man. actually so hard to watch. And she tries to, com- because like he's, she, he's literally moaning about or complain about his situation. She's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm watching the news. Mm. Then she tries it's to so comfort him with, like, Trying sex, to get and it just on, like, and he's nah, like, okay, sure. <laughs> nah, you're not, you're still using contraception. No, he said, okay, sure. 
<laughs> you know, you know, like just... throwing cake batter at a brick wall. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, my I want to know. Man. I want to know who wrote that line. Who wrote that line in the script? Because <laughs> the imagery is such a vivid. <laughs> cake batter is thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and gosh. i was like who comes up with this like of all the things yeah man. wow it's, uh, that was it's, funny uh, it was funny but sad but also funny. funny but sad but man. i mean i mean you know but also why does he want her to have a child while he's in prison like I how was that gonna comfort her she's gonna be going through pregnancy alone how was that mm. doesn't sound fun <laughs> i i'm gonna go through the whole first whatever a few years alone with a newborn baby that's no fun for i think her. this sort of intertwines with the um the kendall conversation when he basically mentions that like like shiv is going to leave you you secondly go yeah. to, to, to jail and you think he wants her to have kids as a way to kind of like trap i think her. so because Tracy, man. i think scary um, literally um what's his face roman literally says to shiv like you've got a trophy husband and a lot of coats he literally says that on there mm-hmm. so it's just um Nor respects the guy. Plus, there was a whole bit on no one important is going to jail except Tom. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. But I think anyway, back to the kind of conversation. It's like, why are you doing this, man? Why are you going to jail? Why are you taking the fall for this? Because I love, I love your sister. He's like, sure, sure, sure. Kendall said, like, yeah, you've made your move. You've done well. Like Kendall doesn't see the marriage as like true love is literally saying yeah the power play like you've done your bit mm-hmm. you've risen high you're head of atn and it's like well i think the thing is if you offer which is why i think this show is so fucking brilliant man mm-hmm. like if you offer like rich people like tom or well, tom is like he's not rich like them but he's part of the, he's he's part of the click yes yeah. if you say we'd rather be part of that society part of that 0.01 percent upper 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 echelon would you rather be part of that and miserable and powerful and miserable or and miserable. would you rather be would you rather just be you know still doing well you know mm. still okay but be happy as hell and i think you choose the first option because he's just would so you accustomed. choose the first option yeah i think tom would choose the first oh, option Tom, yeah because he's just so he can't leave i think he also likes the power like he likes being important exactly he just likes the power he likes the money he likes the prestige and stuff that comes with it and he's just, this is the life he's in now. And, you know, he's stuck, basically. So, yeah, like, there's the whole conversation with Greg as well. And he's like, Greg. They're, they're calling him. Uh, Greg is my favorite guy. <laughs> he's a bit of a weasel, you know. He was a bit of a weasel in this in, in Yeah, this, Greg in this is episode, a bit. Because he's like, I mean, you're already going to jail anyway. Can so you imagine? Can you just take mine as well? <laughs> I was just looking at him like, just like take, oh take my gosh, yours. Yeah. are you okay? You're a piece of shit as well, Greg. <laughs> yeah. And, um, gotta love him though. <laughs> they called him the Christmas tree, didn't they? Call him Tom. <laughs> you can just hang all your crimes on him and stuff, so. No, Tom's really going through it. And when he said, like, yeah, I'll take your stuff mm. to Greg, I was just like, oh, Tom. Oh, Tom. <laughs> Tom, come on. I think I'm, Tom is fed up. Yeah, but then he saw by the end, he's like, but ha- and I don't mean to be insulting, but having been around a bit, my hunch is that you're going to get fucked. Because I've seen you get fucked a lot. And I've never seen Logan get fucked once. Yeah, I needed to tell Kendall that. Yeah. Because it's like Kendall has forgotten who his dad is. 
because we sort of like we kind of mentioned earlier on like what what does tom do does he go to jail or does he align himself with uh with kendall kendall and it's like i mean what does he do he's stuck between a rock and a hard place because logan never loses yeah but like Kendall is a Kendall. Just he's spiraling. It's oh, like Kendall is tying spiraling. yourself to a, sh- a sinking ship. Like it's it's, it's not looking promising. I think maybe at the start, like when he first pro- um got his siblings together and was like, you know, join me. If they had agreed to, like, you know, mm-hmm. tell their dad Deuces, baby, then yeah, that would have been something serious. But. I think once that happened, it was his rapid, like, Kendall just started rapidly declining. Like, everything was just not going well since then. But it'd be quite interesting because, like, this episode, Shiv, basically, there's some, oh, there are a lot of cracks between Shiv and her father now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with Shiv, and, like, obviously Tom hanging as well, Tom doesn't want to go to jail. Yeah. So, I, I mean... We could see another sort of another twist where Shiv is like, you know what? Fuck dad. I'm going to go to Kendall. I think Shiv is actually going through it as well, you know. Because on one hand, she's got, you know, her dad that's just giving her the runaround. Her man, whether she fully loves him or not, is mm-hmm, actually going to mm-hmm. go to jail. She's going to be, you know, alone. People aren't respecting her at mm-hmm. all. It's just, it's a lot, to be honest. She's also going <laughs> through it. Tough times are lasting everywhere, Maine. If Tom goes to jail, do you think Shiv would... Shiv will stay. She'll have entanglements. Right. Honestly, I don't know, man. Shiv, it depends. Yeah, it depends know, on man. the day of the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ask me tomorrow, <laughs> I'll say yeah. The day after that, I'll say no. <laughs> yeah, that is... What would you rank... Would you say that's, that's, that's your favorite episode so far this season? My favorite episode? Hmm. You know, my memory is a bit shoddy. What can I even remember? What would you say is like your favorite like thing that's happened this this season then? Like, um, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I don't know if this is the like recency bias, but like last episode actually made me laugh so much. Like mm-hmm. Logan, <laughs> Logan's whole like <laughs> oh the whole UTI thing with the shareholders. Them also just being confused, like what should we do? What's going on? And then this um con guy saying that oh he definitely was still around, like still here when he said I could manage whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's just I was just like wait, <laughs> everyone is crazy. So that I found that really funny, but like also this episode, like some of these one-liners, um, hello, throwing cake batter at a brick wall. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> the imagery. Also, oh my gosh, we didn't say when they found out that their mom was getting married, and then Rome was like, "New dad just dropped." Are New you mad? Just... <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually crazy? Oh, it's just brilliant. Oh, I think so funny. Also, also forgot to mention the whole. Uh... <laughs> You remember the the guy who's like head, the guy who spoke on the mic and the head of the the convention, mm-hmm. Stephen Root, who's like one of my favorite actors ever. He's like in everything, mm. and I remember he was talking to Willa and Connor, and he was like, mm-hmm. "How did, is it the how did you guys meet guy?" Well, there was that. <laughs> how did you guys? He's like, "Oh, <laughs> online, online." <laughs> and what, what did he say? So like, there's B team brains, and he's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> I get cancelled for that and it's like just brilliant brilliant stuff sorry can I say one more thing go on go on so you know when Tom called Greg and then they were like in the whatever thing talking about 
prison. And then Greg was like, because of my physical length, I could be a target oh, for all yeah. kinds of misadventure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Greg, this is my favorite character. I'm like, this guy, <laughs> this stuff he comes out with. It's, it's just, like, <laughs> oh gosh. The, oh, amount of, the amount of quibbles like every week on this show is just freaking ridiculous, man. It's, it's so funny. You just watch it over back and just start like, laughing, laughing through. But um, Oh my gosh. Well, cousin Greg. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, I think that's I should wrap it up for this for episode six. What it takes. Woo woo. Succession. I think we have like three episodes left, which is just like come on. Oh man. wow. Three episodes. I've got to wait like another freaking year. Are we gonna next, do like predictions? I feel like Shiv is gonna turn. I was gonna say, what, who do you think takes? What what's your prediction for the rest of the season? And what do you think happens? Shiv is gonna turn. She's gonna have enough, and she's gonna be like, you know what, Dad, fuck you, I'm out. Mm. I think it's piling up on her, and she's gonna just be over it. Yeah, because I I think she makes a a really, really, really kind of sort of red red wedding play. <laughs> Not red wedding. <laughs> red wedding play, and that'd be brutal. It'll hurt coming from Shiv as well. Like it'll properly hurt her dad. Take everyone by surprise and just yeah. like yeah. I don't know if she'll tie herself to Kendall. I feel like Kendall has floundered so much. He's a fuck-up man. Christ, that guy is just... I don't just... know if he, like, there's any redemption in that. I'm not really sure where he can go. Because he goes from, like... Kendall goes from just extremely arrogant, biggest ego trip ever, to completely broken down, sympathetic kind of character. Yeah, just flailing. And, and it just... Oh, I don't know, man. Just when you watch him, I mean, Jeremy Strong is a brilliant, brilliant actor. Yeah. All these guys here are brilliant. But it's just, oh, come on, Kendall. Can you just, <laughs> Kendall, like, please. not fuck up, please? Can you? We're all rooting. Well, not me, but some people are rooting for you. <laughs> I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Yeah. I'm only rooting for Stewie, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll be back after this break. Oh, yeah. I forgot you guys see that. Actually, this is the part of the podcast where you basically admonish all the people who watch sort of uh, foreign productions in um, dubbed. So I'm giving you the platform. I'm giving you the floor. I'm clearing <laughs> out for you. you over to me. I'm screaming. I'm clearing out for I you. I just feel like, yeah, when you watch stuff in the actual language in which it was produced, mm-hmm. like as the actors are speaking, even if you don't understand what they're saying, just the like intonation and the feeling, because you just don't get it with the like dubbed overview, whatever people, they just Mm -hmm. don't give what they're supposed to have gave. So (laughs) I think if you are like able to definitely watch like stuff in the original language, I understand. Okay. Like, yeah, you have to focus and like, you know, actually watch and read the subtitles and stuff. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. honestly, it just makes the experience. It makes like the show itself just so much better compared Mm -hmm. to dubbed. Um, that's just my, that's my two cents. So give me like, so what kind of things I'm guessing you sort of veer towards, um, East Asian productions. Mm, so I watch a lot of Japanese, I mean, anime is like Japanese, hentai, so I must say hentai. I don't know I'm why just, you're going there. I'm just asking just the say, questions. I'm trying to keep this podcast. Is it rated G? Rated PG? <laughs> this is a PG. Hello kitties. Don't mind this man. Um, so I watch a lot of anime, like I specified. Oh, yeah. Um, I watch a lot of anime, which is, you know, obviously Japanese. I I just find, like, when you just... Things just... It's just much better. It's much better in, like, Japanese and... Yeah. 
Yeah, because let's say something deep is happening. And let's say the Japanese actor has to be like, no, don't go. They'll be like, no, don't go. And then the dubbed actor, no, don't go. (laughs) 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 Yeah, the whole like, the whole thing. What's um, going on, man? Just basically what you're hearing isn't corresponding with their their mouth movements just sort of irks me so much. Oh, man. that does actually, yeah. It irks me a lot. And it's just, yeah, I think like, well, I've always sort of watched things with subtitles. I really have a problem yeah. with that. And I obviously think that it literally forces you to concentrate on what you're watching. Yeah, that too. Which is what... And it's good for me. Because sometimes when you're like watching, it's like, oh, I'll check my phone. Oh. That's me. I'm such a passive watcher. But like subtitles, it's just like, watch the fucking movie man stop being distracted i mean obviously like you know disclaimer if you can't like if you're not able to use yeah, subtitles yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. okay like you yeah, know we're not so forcing you we want you to you know enjoy the show no, no, as well. but i think our message is for people who can yeah, yeah. so this is just, just us yeah. basically telling you to watch subtitles so what kind of things are you watching now then um you're not, I just to, finished... you're not allowed to say squid game by the way no i watched that ages ago <laughs> <laughs> that's also not my favorite korean production i didn't so. like the ending for squid game yeah, it was very terrible. Watch Alice in Borderland. How far do you could have gotten in Squid Game, by the way? <laughs> Me? Oh my gosh. Um, what was the first game? The Red Light, Green Light. Red Light, Green Light. I think I've done okay in that. Um, the what was actually the order? I've forgotten. So I think it's Red Light, Green Light. Mm-hmm. Then there was the. I'd have probably passed that one. There was a honeycomb one. That would have fucked me up, depending on the shape. <laughs> <laughs> if i got what was the heart if i got the umbrella for sure i'm dead yeah that's. <laughs> i don't that's think gone. i'll try i'll just wait until the end so that i can have as much time alive possible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway what 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 stuff are you watching at the moment that i could try and recommend to our viewers oh to recommend so i finished watching hellbound yesterday it's a korean drama mm. on netflix um it is it's not horror it's more thriller i mean I guess some people would see it as horror, but mm-hmm. I didn't find it scary. I was, you know, wasn't phased at all. It's about like these demons. You're Sorry, a big horror you're guy, though. I love horror, man. You know, oh, I don't feel goodness. things. I just I want don't to be know feeling... why. You know, I want to watch a movie. I want to. I've got two hours of free time. Why would I choose to watch a horror movie? Like what? It's the... just to feel something, man. Just to make sure, just confirm I'm still, you know. Yeah, I feel like. Wait, I, I, I said I said you can feel other things without watching a freaking horror PG. movie. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't know. I just like I've watched it since I was young. So I like being like scared. I guess uh-huh. that sounds very weird. <laughs> no, I just I don't know. I like the thrill. Who scares you more, the horror movies or or the niggas in the streets? The niggas were ripped. <laughs> Man, let's not even go there. <laughs> see how quick you answer that shit <laughs> jesus no but the thing is like horror movies these days aren't actually scary it's mostly thrillers that have more of like that thrill factor right but these niggas they always been scary oh my the gosh past, the present, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but um yeah basically going back to hellbound i mm-hmm. wouldn't class it as horror though i guess some of the like cgi should i give like what it's about do we do that here yeah, go go for okay. it. Like a nice yeah premise. A little summary. Yeah, yeah. so basically, um, in the world, <laughs> in the world, in the, the world. series, <laughs> in the world, um, basically, like an angel will appear to you, and they'll just it will just suddenly announce like, "Hello, so and so, um, you have 
I don't know, five days left to live and you're bound to hell. Oh, shit. Like, you're bound to go to hell, yeah. And then when it's, like, when the time is up, um, like, when it's time for you to <laughs> go to hell, these, like, <laughs> so this is another thing. These creatures come up. They, like, appear, they materialize from, I don't know, wherever, the underworld, the depths of the earth, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they, like, literally, they'll come for you and they, like, grab you and they, like, beat you up. Like, seriously, fuck you up. Like, and then they now, like, I guess do like a heat thing they mm-hmm. like burn you like you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm, like you're mm-hmm. in hell they burn you mm-hmm. and then they just dip like deuces like job done <laughs> so <laughs> and then like there's this, there's this like radical religious sect that has like convinced people like oh if you're good you won't be bound to hell whatever whatever but it's actually because let me not say too much but basically you don't have to be like a bad person to be called out by Oh really? So is it like what, like random? It's literally random because yeah, because like there was a teenage babe, and it's just basically about like uncovering the truth of what's happening. The acting is phenomenal. Like this is my thing with Korean actors, like Korean actors and actresses, um, mm-hmm. etc. They just know how to act, like. One of the main characters, I saw him act in this other movie on Netflix called Hashtag Alive. It's a zombie um, thriller. I'm a big zombie guy. (laughs) Me and thrillers, um, you know the vibe. But he was in this movie and then he was in this show. And it's just like the way they completely just switch up. And obviously I know like acting is acting like, you know, you have to switch up. The extent to which they do it, it's just like, is this really the same person? They're just (laughs) so, so good. Like. They're so good. So I'd also recommend just, I mean, Korean dramas in general. Once again, cinematography also on point, but the mm-hmm. acting, it's actually the acting for me. What's that one you've been telling me to watch? The Japanese one, Alice in Borderland. Have yeah, you still not watched one. it? I haven't watched it. We have Bifu. I feel like Bank <laughs> probably hasn't watched it either. <laughs> anyway, don't say I didn't tell you. I feel like if you watched Squid Game and you liked it, Alice in Borderland, let me not say that. <laughs> but Alice in Borderland is extremely good. It's similar to Squid Game, but um, better in my opinion. Um, Ooh. because they didn't bring in anyway. I shall watch you know Alice in Borderland. So I have two K drama recommendations. They're both on Netflix, so you can watch them. One of them mm-hmm. is called Move to Heaven. Um, a trigger warning: the whole like for Move to Heaven, the concept is around like death. That's the whole premise of the show because the two leads are trauma cleaners, so they clean the like houses slash apartments of people after they die like that's their okay. job yeah so the whole like premise is around know. death but honestly so moving there are 10 episodes i cried in nine out of ten oh, of them wow which is very on brand for me if you know me so no surprise there i yeah. do be crying but i balance it out because you know i like thrillers i like a scare so everything in moderation mm-hmm. so move to heaven um dp uh, just DNP is another really good one. It's a police drama. It's like okay. um, action thriller, I guess. Also very good. Yeah, so those are my three Korean drama recommendations. All right, let's get out of here. Okay, okay. Uh, let's thank Vic. I get it right. Yeah. If you call me Vicky, then it's beef on site. Fucking rebrand. Ah. I'd thank Vic for... <laughs> Comment on the pod. Thanks, Vic. Hope you didn't creep you out too much. Hope you, nah. was, uh, you had a great swell time. This is how our normal conversations this go. This is just, how our normal conversations go. More, yeah. more graphic. <laughs> 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 Rated 18. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Thank you for inviting me. I know Jeez. that Bankley doesn't like me, so he hasn't called me back. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I like you. I had to banish Bankley to get you back here. So, Wait, wow. Speaking of the devil, shout out to my co-host Bankley. Woof, for... woof, woof. Yeah, shout out to Bankley. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to producers, Ibuka and Chinedu, for being the G's that they are. And Jeez. shout out to you guys, the listeners, for sticking with us yes we love you xoxo and yeah just rate review subscribe and follow us on you know apple podcast spotify wherever you get um, your podcast will be there um don't be afraid to dm us on instagram twitter try to make a tiktok but that's still in the works (laughs) but yeah um thank you guys for listening we'll see you guys next week when we'd have Sydney Sweeney coming on. Ooh, saucy. For a nice one-to-one You interview. had milk, Shan. I offer you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs>